0: Welcome to Sacred Leadership. I am Sacred Tassius, leadership coach, author, medicine woman, and entrepreneur. And you found the podcast where conscious leaders discuss and explore topics around modern business, ancient wisdom and spirituality, personal development, and success strategies to help you bring more depth to your leadership and create the life and business of your dreams while serving humanity and the earth. Today's guest is a dear sister of mine and someone that is on mission to bring conscious business to mainstream media platforms, supporting personal brands, entrepreneurs and organizations in bridging the gap between doing well and doing good. Laura Madden is a social media and brand strategist that works with thought leaders in the personal development industry and supports them to bring their mission, the vision, the message forward with more intention and authenticity than ever. And this is why I felt so inspired to have her in the podcast. I know that there's so many delimited beliefs that people have, myself included in the past around social media and why we get to hide or not allow ourselves to be seen authentically and there are so many aspects of the social media world that can feel rather scary or a little bit off, a little bit off and yet I know that social media is a free, incredible, super powerful platform that we all get to use to reach as many people as possible, to share our message and to benefit our businesses as well. So I wanted to bring hair because her perspective on how we get to grow social media is not just about the strategy and the technicalities of it, but has a lot of soul. She speaks a lot about the intention behind it, the mindset behind it, the soul behind it. So in this conversation, we spoke on all things social media from... And covering and discovering what are some of the limiting beliefs that you may have that are holding you back from being in the fullest expression of yourself on those platforms. Um, how to shift from having an audience or a following to actually having a community, a community that is engaged, a community that supports your work and shares your work and a community that ideally is filled with people that are interested in joining your programs and buying your courses and coming and spending time with you in your events and retreats and things like that or getting your products so that you can be intentional and aligned with the things that you bring forth through social media and do things in a way that feel Good to you. So if you've been wondering how do you get to grow your audience, grow your community, grow your engagement, how to beat the algorithm or what is even? What does that even mean? What's the algorithm? How do you work with it? If you've been wanting to be more intentional, more original, more authentic in your social media. This is an episode you do not want to miss. I also want to say, if you have the opportunity to take notes, there's a lot of super valuable tips that Laura shares with us in this episode. So make sure to have the time and the space to soak it all in, to really allow yourself to receive the goodness that is shared in here. Now, you know how it works. Keep on listening as we dive right into it. Laura, love, thank you so much for making the time to be in the show and coming and sharing with me in this platform.
1: Oh, yes, of course. Sigurd, thank you so much for having me. As soon as you asked me, I was so excited because like, I've listened to your podcast and I know the incredible group of people you've had on here before. So to be included in that bunch is truly an honor. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes, the honor is mine. And the first question, as I was mentioning, that comes up to mind is... Why social media? So I know that there's there's a lot of value in using social media and I use several social media platforms to to serve and to provide value to my community to market my products and offerings as well. And yet I know there are a lot of people sharing rather negative things about social media because it can be something that distracts us a lot and it can be addictive and it can be a place where people compare themselves to other people. So I want to hear from you why social media and why something that you find so powerful and so effective that you've chosen to make it a career that you've chosen to dedicate your life to using and working with.
1: Yeah. Oh, I love this question so much because it just gets me fired up. I feel like you know this about me too, but I'm kind of like a social media, you know, it's my career. It's like, this is my, this is my job of choice. This is, I left my corporate career two years ago. I changed my life to be an entrepreneur and, you know, as a a social media strategist and brand strategist, um, Um, I I do things a little differently (laughs) because Mm -hmm. I'm probably the first person to be like, screw social media, (laughs) you know, like, and, and marketing and all that. Yet it's, it's my career of choice right now because I mean, growing up, especially, you know, I feel in our generation and even ones before us and now they're dealing with so many new things, but, you know, marketing has always kind of been this thing where it's like, it's like buy this and you'll feel happy and fulfilled or, you know, purchase this product and all the guys or all the women will like you. And, you know, it's kind of this, like, if you don't do this, then you will be inferior to, (laughs) it's like, you won't be happy and, um, or worthy enough or good enough. And so I always kind of knew that, though I kind of come from this creative background and I really just naturally love to engage people and rally people. Um I, I wanted to do so in a way that that did good, did some good in the world. Mm-hmm. And you know, this day and age that we live in, it's like we have these platforms, these free platforms. Granted you can invest and in, you know put money into them and do ads and hire people to support you and all that, but really We all have the ability to use these free platforms to get our message out there, to get our voice out there, to share our work, to share what we're passionate about. Like what an incredible opportunity Mm -hmm. to live in this day and age that that's, that's a reality for us to really create whatever we want. And that's why I'm passionate about, you know, the types of, the people and businesses and entrepreneurs that I work with are always going to be of that intention to whether it's, you know, thought leaders and like yourself, you know, up leveling consciousness and supporting people and individuals one on one and kind of changing the narrative of the the type of media that people digest as they scroll down their feed, or whether it's working with you know, a nonprofit to help get their message out there, to help them be seen more. Because those are the types of people, that's the type of work that I feel gets to be received in the world. And if we can like put our, you know, put our minds together and link arms, it's only going to create a larger ripple effect. And it's just, it's such an incredible opportunity to, to be in this space right now.
0: Yes, definitely. I love that. And what I hear while you're saying this, it's also social media is just a tool. So just like some people have their money stories, and they say that money is evil and money is bad and money makes people greedy or things like that, that. Everyone has a different relationship to money. Money is just a tool. What we do with it, it's what matters. So it can. we could say the same about social media. Social media is the tool and how intentional with it. Um, we are or how much integrity and honesty we bring to the platforms is what matters and what makes social media good and effective or maybe not as effective and manipulative or run by scarcity and formal tactics or techniques like you were mentioning about the marketing of making you feel inferior and all of that. So I really love that you stand for that and that you support those kinds of people and I agree with the fact that social media is such a, such a powerful space and a free or different free offerings or resources that we get to use in order to bring more good into the world. Um, I know a lot of people have their own stories, just like, as I say, just like with money, they have their own stories with social media. And I personally come across a lot of leaders, as I this is what I do, coaching leaders, I find that a lot of people have stories surrounding social media that are stopping them from sharing their message, that are stopping them from being seen and shining in, the way, in a way that is authentic, in a way that is aligned. So what would you say are some of the biggest challenges you see people facing when they're trying to bring their message forth in social media?
1: Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, I love this. I, and and thank you for for highlighting that the fact that it is a tool. It's just one one tool and there's so many ways that we get to um bring about the work and the, really the change that we wish to see in the world. Um and with that, I think, you know, to answer your question, I think I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves <laughs> at mm-hmm. the same time because like a lot of these, you know, the the leaders in this work and probably, you know, a lot of the people listening to this podcast right now, like want to be that person to create change, want to do good, want to do well by doing good, as I like to say. And, and yet we can put so much pressure on ourselves that it like stops us. You know, it's like, um, what's the saying? Analysis of paralysis of analysis.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Analysis Now paralysis. One of the, (laughs) but basically you're, you're just, um, you know, can, we can get in our own way. We can get in our heads. And I think a lot of what I've heard people struggle with is not knowing either what to post or how to post in a way that it gets seen and does well, meaning it's like, you know, solid engagement and also feels authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I would say to lean into the what feels authentic part And the rest, (laughs) right? Like, you get that. And I know I think you can speak to this, but, like, the rest will follow because Mm -hmm. the more we show up in a way that doesn't look like, hey, I'm trying to be somebody or, hey, I'm doing this thing. Like, how many times have we seen, you know, one leader in any industry creates something new, right? And then it kind of becomes a a Trend. It's like this ripple effect. And then we all start doing it, and then it gets old and outdated. And naturally, that's kind of the way way things work. But at the same time, like if you just stay authentic and remain true to you and experiment with what feels good for you and move through trends on your own time, like create the trends for yourself. Mm
2: -hmm. And then
1: when you're done with that one, move on to something else. I think it keeps us fresh in terms of like our audiences is is on there, like on their toes, you know, they, they want to kind of create, um, an expectation of like consistency yet variation, right. To, to just, you know, engage, keep people engaged. But at the same time, like aside from any of that, you'll, you'll feel like you're creating from this super inspired place when it's authentic for you. Um, yeah, so I, I think that's one of the main ways that we can like continue continuously show up and create from a space that hey, this is you know real for me because people are going to feel that they're gonna they're gonna know the difference and people will be attracted to that and then like if you do have a brand or a business, you know when it comes time to um, you know promote one of your offerings or share you know one of your courses or whatever it is. People are, are already tuned into who you are and what you're about so that they they tr- they know like and trust you regardless of what you're offering, you know?
0: Yes, definitely. And that makes a huge difference. I've had people come to me and basically like almost just say, take my money like almost just go, whatever you're doing, I don't even need to know the details or see a landing page, like just take my money. And it's mm-hmm. because they can feel me and they know, they know what I'm about and they know the, the integrity of the work that I bring forth. So I think this is very important. And as you were sharing this, one thing that came up for me was the fact that a lot of people might be still feeling or thinking that they need permission to do things differently. And I know this has been true for myself. I used to be in corporate as well. I quit about five years ago from that life. But then I recognized and I realized recently that there was still a part of me, very a very subtle voice. So it actually took me a while to be able to hear that voice and realize it was there. But this, this voice that was kind of saying, wait, can I do that? Is that the way leaders do things on social media is that the ways the way it coaches the things on social media is that the way um, people do things around the podcast like all these questions and I realized it was only about a month ago I was in Thailand and I remember I was putting on some makeup or brushing my teeth or something I was in the jungle bathroom outside in front of the mirror <laughs> when I had this realization and I was able to hear that voice and I was like wait a second I am my own boss I work for myself. (laughs) I've chosen the path of entrepreneurship because I want to do things my way. So why am I still questioning whether I can do things this way that I feel called and inspired to do, or whether that's going to be too weird or has never been done before. Therefore, I don't know if I have permission. So I think it's so, so interesting to tap into that part of ourselves that's still trying to be the good girl, the good boy, and do things the way they have been done or the way that aren't that isn't risky, because it has been done before and it's been proven that works. So while there are things that we get to do the way they work, because we don't always have to reinvent the wheel, I feel like in social media, we get to really listen to that part of us that is creative and inspired and wants to do things differently. And I remember having a conversation with you about this last week or the week before when I was like, I just feel inspired to do all this stuff, but I've never seen anyone doing it. And you're really encouraging of this is your medicine, just bring it about your way. So I think this is huge to listen, to listen what's authentic to you really makes a difference because as you say, things get outdated and they get old. And I personally feel very bored right now on social media. I know that I go on my feet and I'm like, oh my God. Just another, yeah. just another quote peak, quote peak situation, which is what I've been doing. But I'm <laughs> bored of it. I see it and I'm like, oh, the same thing every coach is doing out there. And it's funny, even some of the poses, I had a friend call me out on this recently he was like oh in this picture you're doing the coach pose and I was like what is the coach pose oh. and he was oh. like it's a thing where you have like one arm across your your body and the other arm like hanging forward and I realized oh, I looked at that and I was like oh my god it's true there's all these coaches <laughs> doing the same pose in their photo shoots, and I was like who started this why do we do it but I think it's so easy when we try to do consistent um consistently create things or or content we can get in that loop of not being as intentional with what we create because we feel this rush and this pressure that we just have to get stuff done and out there and all of that so what could you say is one thing that supports the leaders and conscious entrepreneurs that you work with to tap into that realm of inspiration and authenticity
2: oh
1: yes well first of all I I would say really just getting super clear just knowing that there is nobody out there like you Mm. so why not do it like you like (laughs) why not (laughs) why not create like you why not speak like you why not Throw your offerings out there like you. Like, I think we get so caught up in the details of what's the right way, what's the right process system, what's the next step that we block ourselves from this creative, this this inspiration, this call. It's It's a calling on our heart. It's a calling forward when we want to stand out there as a leader. Or, you know, as a business and we're up leveling our brand, it's like, okay, well now I need to get all the pieces into place. And I think the most important thing to do, well, yes, a lot of those pieces in organization is essential and will help you, probably will help a lot of people. Yes. Before yes. taking action, I think the number one thing is to set aside a time, like an hour block of time doesn't have to be long it doesn't have to be you know a flight and a trip and anything crazy just set aside an hour of time for yourself maybe make yourself a cup of tea maybe a coffee Mm -hmm. maybe cacao whatever you want yes but turn your phone on airplane don't check any emails and tap into what you are called to bring to life
2: Mm, I
1: love that and what that may look like is asking yourself And these can be like literally, these can be journal prompts that I would invite a lot of you guys
2: to do if you feel if you feel this resonates, is to ask yourself, how do I want to be received Mm. on social media? How do I want to show up on social media? What kind of community and connection do I want to create Hmm. and then asking what is my soul calling me to do yes and this may be like uh, this
1: you know if you want to take the question a step further asking what could be what would be the wildest thing I could do. How would I show up? What would I create? What does that look like? Maybe it's you know just your first Instagram TV video. Maybe it's your first IGTV video and sharing, you know your your passion for how to cook your favorite dish. Maybe it's something like that. Or maybe it's creating like myself. I did a dance video which has nothing to do with my career job. (laughs) And and yet it's what it's how I wanted to express myself. And I would have never a year ago imagined doing that, but I listened to the call of what I was being called forth to do. And and I'll share with you guys like the, the the reason I think that this is important to honor is because so much can be created. So many opportunities can be, can come from this. Um, uh, of uh, you just showing up authentically in a way that's like, Hey, I know a lot of people are doing this on social media. I know there's a lot of people in the industry going this way, showing up this way, looking this way, they're being received this way, but this is how I want to be received. I actually want to be perceived as super like edgy and controversial. And I want to push the buttons or I want to be received in a super warm, loving way that people know they can always come to my page to be reminded of who they are. Like just checking in with yourself and getting super clear on what that looks like for you will will create this this container. And from that container, then we can go into the, okay, so now what does it look like in terms of the types of content I create and bring to life? And even if it's something... That, you know, when you ask yourself, like, okay, I want to create, for example, a dance video. So much opportunity was created from that because now people, one, know who I am. I showed up authentically because, you know, it's just, <laughs> there's no, there's, it's just such a free, you know, space to be in of movement and vulnerability. But what that created was trust yes. and likeability. And people are like, wow, it's really courageous. Or wow, would you want to do one? together, you know, would you want to create this together and then, you know, down the road when I when I offer programs around you know, social media and all of that, it's like people know that there's a million people out there that work in social media, but they probably know like and trust me a little more because they've seen me show up as me. Yes. Right? So, I think it's just like in order to get super clear is really putting everything aside shutting your phone down and tapping into what makes you feel alive and inspired to create and bring to life, even if it's a little scary or outside of what you've done in the past.
0: Yes, I absolutely love this. I absolutely love it and resonate with it a lot. And one word that that you say that I really want to dive deeper into is community. I know that... Some years ago, I was approaching social media from the perspective of without not even realizing at the time, but I was coming into social media like, this is my shirt. This is what I'm putting out there. I put it out there and see you later. And I wasn't really, I had an audience, but I didn't have a community. And this is something that became very apparent years later when I started to really dive deeper into my own sense of leadership. And I understood that Yes, I had a lot of people watching, but was I leading anyone? Was I leading those that had put their trust to, to follow me, to allowing me to show up in their feeds, to be a part of their day that had given me love through likes and comments and shares and all of that? And in the moment I started to approach my audience, not as a following, but rather as a tribe and a community that I was building and engaging with and loving on, everything changed not just from Mm -hmm. the amount of people that were reaching out and sharing my things and um, giving me feedback and all of that, but also to people that started, like you say, to trust me and engage also in the events I was putting or listening to my podcast, buying my programs, coming to my retreats and all of that. So how could you say, what tips could you give to those that maybe haven't yet created a community or have started creating a community, but they want to have more engagement and even increase the number of people that is within that community.
1: Yeah. I I would say the number one thing is to really just create conversations. Mm. Like, so this could, you could do this several different ways, but I, that's such an awesome way to just, literally you're building relationships, you know, you're, you're, yeah, you're creating relationships and conversations. And over time that turns into a community because those people will then kind of start to see each other and then maybe connect and comment with each other. And, um, one way to do that is through your captions and, and or videos in the way that you include and engage people mm-hmm. through that messaging and that voice. So, um, To be more specific, that would look like really not just speaking to people and like saying, hey, this is how you do this. Or not just sharing about yourself, but coming from a place that can be really relatable, Mm -hmm. um, engaging people, letting you even in your videos, like, you know, letting people know that you see them that you're you're not just talking and showing off (laughs) for Mm -hmm. lack of better terms here but you're you're really it it's it's to create a community it can't just be about you. Yes. It and it it or else people may become more of a following and a fan base. But over time if you really want to build a sustainable um community and level of engagement and soon you know turn those potentially some of them will you know, inevitably turn into clients or customers as well. It's it's letting people know that you see them. It's um, it's treating people how you want to be treated. So aside from your captions and, you know, whether it's asking questions or letting, letting people know that, hey, I'm opening up, I'm from this vulnerable space and, um, you know, letting people know that maybe they're not alone or just or you know thanking them going on your Instagram stories and and creating conversations and saying you know I just want to thank you guys for everything you did on my lap or all the comments on my last post it means the world to me um that I didn't expect it and I just want you to know I've read every one of your comments and um I'm sitting here in gratitude so thank you so much little things like that yes like letting people know that they're acknowledged they're seen treating them how you want to be treated just like And I think I may have shared this with you, but I kind of like to refer to your Instagram or social media profiles as like either like your house, like your home or like your party. Right. Mm -hmm. So, So when when people walk into your home, right, or you're throwing like a housewarming party, you know, do you just they come to your door and do you greet them or do you just let them walk in and, you know, never pay attention to them or um? if if you're walking down the street and five people say hello to you, I love your skirt. I love your dress today. Are you going to ignore them? Or are you going to reply back? Like you'll probably mm-hmm. say, Oh wow. Thank you so much. And I think we, we tend to forget that and it's easy to do because we're all living our own lives and focused on, you know, whether it be your actual business or your family or kids or whatever it is, your personal life, you know, it can be easy to kind of let those things go, but just remember that that those people are taking a moment out of their day to comment on your post to reply to your story to vote on your poll like whatever it is uh, it's it's you know it's valuable these are people at the other end of it and um the last the last little tip I'll give around that is to also just like you know along with creating conversations treating them like you want to be treated but really like ask questions and listen. Mm. I think that's a really valuable way to get to know your people and like for example, here's a little tip. <laughs> here's a little tip. So like let's say you post a story on Instagram, right? Post a story. You go and you look back at the story. You know how you can look at who's viewed your story? Well, I would say within the first One to two minutes, go back and see who's viewed your story and notice that the first people who are watching your Instagram stories, you're coming up on, on their Instagram story timeline first. So these are like actually the people that watch your stuff the most, probably engage with your content. They may not always comment. They may not always reply, but they're looking, they're watching. They're they're probably learning, gaining value, connecting, you know? maybe go to their profile and just show them some love. Like, <laughs> yes. like you don't have to say, hey, thanks for watching my story. You know, don't be that. Like, But just like go and show them some love. Um, and then, you know, even maybe send them a message and open up and be like, hey, I just want to let you know, um, uh, you know, I appreciate the content that you're creating. Or I, I appreciate the way you show up on Instagram. Or I appreciate, I know that you've, Um, voted on a lot of my polls recently I just want to say thank you it's been really valuable to me and I really um, you know I really value our connection on here something simple like that yes Um, yeah and just continue to ask those questions in those polls like I I think in Instagram doing polls and or you know giving people options of maybe what they want to see more of um, is another really valuable way to just have people be a part of the larger conversation of not just like what you do, but really letting it be a co-creation between you and your people, giving them kind of what they want in a way that um, feels good and aligned for you as well.
0: Yes. I absolutely love that. I feel like i say this many times. I'm like, I absolutely love that, but I really do. And (laughs) I know that there's a lot of people that have also this limiting belief around sharing because they make up the story that nobody cares or that they don't have enough followers. And I love the way in which you approach this, just bringing that reminder that even if you have 10 followers, that's 10 people. Imagine that 10 people walked up to you today and said, I absolutely love and adore everything you're posting. You, like you're sharing just changed my life or you just made my day better. Like how would that feel? Let alone when you have 300 followers or a thousand followers. So I know when we see people that have like millions of followers or hundreds of thousands of followers, it can be a little bit overwhelming. And because we live in these Society where we are trained or taught to constantly be comparing ourselves, and it seems like nothing is ever enough. We can run this story that if I don't have 10,000 or 100,000 or 1 million followers, I don't have enough people. And just we can get caught up in constantly looking to have more people in our community as opposed to looking after and loving on the people that are already in our community. So, Mm. for those people that are still sitting in there, I don't have enough followers. I definitely encourage you all to realize that you do. Like all you need are really a few engaged, raving fans, clients, um, people that are interested in what you do. And a question that I think it's it's a lot more strategic, a lot more technical. But I think a lot of people ask themselves this question is, what are the algorithms? How do they work? They change all the time. They seem to be confusing. How do we master them? How do we go about them? This is a question I make myself sometimes. Tell us yeah. about the algorithms.
1: Oh, the algorithms. It's, like, no, it's, it's funny because it, it's a great question. I'm actually really glad you asked it because um, it does come up quite a bit. And I think even when people don't ask it, they're still like, all right, but what can I do to be seen <laughs> and like beat yes. the algorithm? Yes. And um, <laughs> and I love that question because I, I think the first thing is like the mindset around it is that you can't beat the algorithm. You just, <laughs> you
0: can't. It's like your ego. You it's beat. always going to be there. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like, yeah, it's like this like dreaded, like, you know. Evil like villain working against us, and I think that's the first step is is not to to beat it but to work with it Ramira, there are a few ways though it, it of course it's always changing, and nobody's really on the pulse of what the actual algorithm is, but I will say if you pay attention to Instagram and you pay attention to the updates you'll you'll know the direction that Instagram is moving towards that can support you. With in working with the algorithm to make sure your content and your stuff is still being seen. Mm -hmm. So there's a few ways in which would really support you and the listeners right now. And that would be two, one, create conversations. So one way to do this is to have a high engaged post. If you have a highly engaged post, it's going to continue to be shown in the timeline. Mm-hmm. of Instagram. It's going to continue to show up in people's feeds. So now the question is, how do we create a highly engaged post? One, it comes down to content, right? So again, speaking to people in a way that's bringing them value or engaging them. And it doesn't always have to be super long or super like, hey, what do you guys think about this? But like, you know, in, in, speak to people in a way that, that may, um, depending on your audience, your product or business, whatever, speak to people in a way that may really invite them to either spend some time reading your post or comment on it. Okay. So now let's say you, you post something. Okay. So you post something and I always block out whether it's for myself or my clients, I always block out around the next, you know, 20 minutes to kind of like keep an eye on my post. So not in an obsessive way, but for example, if someone posts on my, if someone comments on my post within the first three minutes, I'm going to comment right back to them. I'm going to reply right back to them. Why? Because it's showing Instagram, aka the algorithm, that your post is creating, um, your post is garnering comments and people are reading it and enact, inter, interacting with each other. Yes. So they really value the, the comments and replies back and forth to one another. So if you have a post and this works on Instagram as well, if you have a post and you have 20 comments on your photo, it would, it would benefit you algorithm wise to reply to all of those comments. Now you have 40 comments on there. Now let's say people are commenting to each other. It's just like, it's creating conversations. So that's the direction that Instagram and Facebook are moving towards is who who are the real conversation starters? Okay. <laughs> so that's mm-hmm. that's rule that's number one. I like love this topic, so um mm-hmm. the teams. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, next. So another way to um, work with the algorithm is to use the tools that Instagram's giving us. So for example, if you post stories. Um, you know, use the gifts, use the location where you can tag your geolocation. I say tag geolocation whenever it's an option. Why? Because people, it, it then it has an opportunity to either be seen, like if it's a photo and you tag like Tulum, Mexico, we were just talking about Tulum. so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So let's say you tag Tulum, Mexico, your photo may show up When people click on the location of Tulum, Mexico, it may show up in the, um, the, the album, the, the, like the Instagram album, right? So if someone clicks on it, um, same with the hashtag, it may show up in the, in the hashtag album for Tulum. So again, using geolocation, using the hashtags, um, in stories as well. That's a great way to to potentially connect with people either nearby or who have similar interests. You know, if you're at um, a music festival, for instance, it may have nothing to do with your career, or your business. But if you're at a music festival, you know, and you're posting a video of an, of Beyonce on stage. Maybe tag the location, <laughs> and it may end up in the the location's story because locations have stories as well. And more people may come to your page and, you know, it just creates more room for exposure. Um, additionally, the hashtags, I think this is one thing that people miss in stories. And I I don't, I don't say you have to like obsess over hashtags or use them, you know, all the time. But like, if you're creating a post, you know, you can use up to 10 hashtags on an Instagram story. Mm -hmm. So again, it's just creating more opportunities for people to see you yeah uh, um you know the polls using the polls using using all these tools that instagram that gives you Instagram gives you um is how they want you to move. that's the direction they want you to move into um, yeah, there's so much <laughs> there's so much, but bottom line is the more conversation you can create, the better and let's say you you post going back to my first tip, let's say you post a photo and you have nobody comment on the first 20 minutes and you're like oh no and then you're getting into this whole like self-worth and then you know you might want to take the photo down don't take the photo down don't do it don't <laughs> <Just> do it <laughs> yes, I know the temptation. A yeah it, it, and I get it I mean I've been there too I've been like oh was that the wrong move or like whoa was this yeah really when wrong you do thing? like a
0: call to action and nobody comments and you're like
2: oh my god yeah been yeah. there
1: yeah, it's like, oh God. And then we get in our heads, here's the thing too, is like so with the likes, cause Instagram and I haven't seen it too much here in the States, but Instagram is removing likes um from like photos so they won't be mm-hmm. visible, right? So the reason that they've done this is they've one, they've they've tested this, okay. So like the basically Instagram's inventory was low invent their inventory this photos Pictures, videos, content, um, because people have moved. We've as a as a culture, social media culture, we've moved into like more curated posts. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, I mean, Instagram's name is coming, stemming from the word instant. And their intention and their their inventory is high when people are posting more often. So. Mm-hmm. If we are getting caught up in what's the perfect post, what's the next move? what's mm. my next strategy? Oh, this one didn't do well, let me take it down. Their inventory has been low, and they they um attribute that to the essentially the the likes culture that has been um yeah just generated over the last yes. you know two decades and so they they want to one you know ramp up their inventory. And too. also, there's a lot going on with mental health and, and all of that. Um, so if for whatever reason, you don't get comments on your first photo, mm-hmm. or within the first 20 minutes, maybe you get five likes, go to every one of those people's pages and go comment on their photos. Like start mm. changing the narrative of, oh, I need people to comment on my stuff. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. It's like, Instead of like, oh, what can I get? What can I get? What like change it to like, okay, what can I give right now? Yes. Like, yes. how can I show up in a way, again, if, in a way that I want to be, you know, treated in a way that I, I want to feel? Let me just go show love for other people. They'll probably come to your page at some point and start liking your stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they also, if they reply to your comment on their photo, little algorithm hack, Let's say you go. Let's say I go comment on your photo, and you reply back to me. We're probably both going to see each other's posts. The next time we post, we'll see it in each other's feed. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, (laughs)
0: there's (laughs) so so much to learn, but it makes so much sense. I love how you explain it because it doesn't sound as scary and as strategical, which it is. But I feel like with the tips that you have shared and given us, we get to be intentional and purpose-driven and that can done in a way that it's also smart and um yeah that it's again intentional with what we're wanting to create it gets us to to have more engagement and to grow our audiences as well so that's awesome thank you so much for all of these tips and there's two more questions i want to ask you love first being where and how can people find you and how can people work with you?
2: Oh yeah.
1: So you can find me on the gram. (laughs) Of (laughs) course. Yeah. um, Now I would love to, like if anyone has, you know, enjoyed this or found value, I'd love to connect with you guys. I truly like, that's what I love to do. You know, human connection is awesome. And if we can use these platforms as a way to, to connect even more on a personal level. Awesome. So. My Instagram is at Lou Madden, and that's spelled L-U underscore Madden, M-A-D-D-E-N.
0: Mm-hmm. I'll put it in and the show notes as well for all of you.
1: Yay, thank you. Yeah, and in terms of working with me, so I work with a number of clients one-on-one in terms of helping them grow their brands, um, running their accounts, creating content, Um, a lot of account management and growth focused. Mm -hmm. Um, So if that's something anyone's interested in, you guys can go ahead and just shoot me a DM. um, It's a really like personal basis. So we can take it from there, see if it's a fit. Um, But another way I'm super, super excited about right now is I have my second round of my eight week social media mastermind. And it's called Social with Soul. It's directed to, you know, Support people, you know, like you guys, entrepreneurs, coaches, people who are out there really just excited to like grow their presence online and use it in a way where they can truly express themselves authentically. And if they have a business, grow their brand and their business with it.
2: Mm,
0: yeah, amazing. I got so excited when I saw you sharing this because I know there's so much value in everything that you share. And yeah, it's definitely a an epic offering for those that want to get into growing their audiences. And I think it's important that we get to do that because the more people we can reach, the more we can spread our message. And as I always say, there's always going to be someone with a loud voice and someone with an audience. So it may as well just be us. It may as well be the ones (laughs) that have great messages to share. So that's awesome. And last question, last but not least is, in your opinion, what makes leadership sacred?
2: In my opinion, sacred leadership comes down to to honor. And I say that and it sounds broad,
1: but it's it's an honoring of what is on one's heart standing up for whether it's a cause whether it's yourself whether it's something you believe in to stand forth as a leader just unshakably devoted to whatever is real now and whatever is calling one forward is it's sacred because there's there's like a higher power. A higher pull and calling at play. That in my mind, we have many callings in this life, and, and I believe that our our purpose and our you know our passions, our our work will evolve over time as we evolve. But to stand in sacred leadership for whatever is real for one now, I think is is such a beautiful, beautiful way to, to go about and leave an impact in your imprint
2: on this world.
0: Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you for this answer. Thank you for all the tips and all the little tricks that we get to implement and use and learn from. And thank you one more time for making the time to be here in the show and share with me here in Sacred Leadership. And also for everything that you are and do, I know that you, I consider you to be an incredible human being. And of course we've like known each other in different countries, we've sat in ceremony together, we've fun like had fun times and played together. And it is such a pleasure and an honor to have you as in my life as a friend. And I really appreciate everything that you support others in doing and everything that you create yourself so thank you love for being here and sharing with us
2: oh
1: thank you for having me this has been such a such a great conversation and truly i just i could say so many so many things about you but i want to say thank you for stepping forward into your sacred leadership and not just um as yourself but really opening up this conversation for for many of us it's it's really inspiring and I'm, I'm so excited to, to be an ally for you and to you mm-hmm. for life and um, yeah, to see wherever this path leads you. I know it will be beautiful.
0: Thank you, love. I receive that and thank you all of you, you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you loved it, please be sure to leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. That is of huge support to me, guys. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. And today, I'm bringing in a very special invitation for those of you that have been feeling called to work with plant medicine. Plant medicines have been the biggest catalyst for my healing, growth, transformation, and empowerment. And seriously, I could not be where and who I am today if it weren't for the years I've spent working with and devoting myself to this path. And recently, I felt a call to make this available to those leaders that are really ready and willing to look at themselves like never before and connect to their mission and their power as leaders at a whole other level. So I spoke to my main teacher who has been doing this work for almost 30 years and I asked her to help me create a container for world leaders to have the most transformational experience of their lives. And then this happened. From April the 26th until May the 3rd, we will be running a deep dive immersion retreat with Plum Medicine for conscious leaders in Vanuatu. We're gonna be taking a small group of people and Vanuatu for those of you that don't know it's an island in the Pacific Islands, very tiny, little, amazing, incredible island where the experience will take place. So Visualize plant medicine ceremonies, hikes in nature, epic waterfalls, amazing local fresh food, time to relax and integrate a community of epic world entrepreneurs, leaders that are committed to the same mission of finding how to best serve the world and amplify their impact. And some of the most transformational workshops ever on multidimensional leadership, wealth consciousness and connection to your mission, as well as teachings on how to most powerfully manifest, how to connect deeper with the earth and its elements and how to claim yourself as the leader, like true, true leader from within. The experience includes a three-month program afterwards for integration and implementation. And this is so because after doing this work so deeply for the past four years of my life, I've seen so many people that see it in ceremony after ceremony and they get incredible visuals and epic, amazing insights and all these things, but their lives never really match the potency of the teachings that they receive and this is so because they don't put in the work to do the integration process that is required there's all these people that have done and ceremonies and they may even talk about it there was this cool thing to talk about but there is not really an alignment between the depth of the teachings and insights they receive and how they show up in life in leadership and business. So because I want all of you to access your most powerful space within your leadership, to really access your truly fullest potential and feel in alignment, feel in integrity, be fulfilled, I have created this program that will help you integrate and implement whatever brings the medicine brings up whatever comes up through the journeys and afterwards within your life leadership and business. So again, this is not for everyone, not everyone will be a fit for this. So anyone that is feeling called to this will get to have an interview with me so that we can decide whether this is the right thing, the right program, the right retreat for you or not. But what I can say is if there's anything in you, your soul, your heart, your gut are saying yes, I'm curious, please have that call then it is definitely worth you reaching out and having that conversation because if this is something that your soul, yourself is ready to do, it can be the one thing that transformed your life, your business and your leadership forever. So I encourage you all to have a feel into what your internal being is saying. Is this a fuck yes? Is this a fuck no? Is this a "Mm, I want to know more but I'm scared? If there's any part of you that wants to know more about it, then make sure to slide into my DMs or contact me through email at contact at com. that's just my name and last name.com, and let me know that you are interested. At this point, we only have five spots left available. I'm taking a very small group of people with me this time so I definitely encourage you to reach out sooner rather than later and let me know that there is something in you that feels ready and willing to go through this powerful AF process. So I'm very excited to have conversations with some of you, take some of you in this powerful journey and as always thank you for listening, thank you for being here every week in the podcast And I will be connecting with all of you next week on our next
2: episode. Lots and lots of love.